you should keep working on your New Year's resolution to listen to Better Buddies. Back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we have James. Hello. And Calvin. That's me. We're just going to jump right into the Better Buddies icebreaker, because it's a nice, happy one. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah. The Better Buddies icebreaker this week, what's something basic every kid should experience? And I'm now realizing that as much as I want it to be happy, you could totally go a different direction with it. (laughs) Discipline. <laughs> the wooden spoons. Um, no. Um, I think I'm going to answer every basic, every, every, something basic every kid should experience is taking the hose on the house and just make a mess in the yard with it and play around in the water in your swim trunks. Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I invented a game with that where, cause, uh, you guys know in the, in my backyard, we had that giant sandbox yeah. that was like, that had the play set on top. Yeah. It was, it was like probably like 20 feet by 10 feet. Um, just like this giant homemade play box in the ground and we would take the hose and run it out to it. And basically we would just stick it in one end. And since it was on a hill, and it kind of sloped down. Um, it would make like little rivers. And I want to say we call, I don't know where this name come from. This is like one of those names that like you come up with as like a four-year-old, but we called it Mushkush. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. we, and we, and we would just build rivers and lakes with the hose just running. And like, we would divert the water because it would be like, and then the sand would get waterlogged and we would build like little, like features in the sands with the water running through it good times that's awesome see if james and i wanted that experience we had to go to the town pool for that i would do it sometimes in my like backyard but yeah like the the what comes to mind immediately would be i mean i guess you do it as at the beach too as a kid but like to that extent like what you're talking about cal like yeah, we'd have to go to the big sand pit at the town pool. <laughs> These fucking dirty, <laughs> dirty paper cups. <laughs> Pig, you, you animals. <laughs> yeah, and since we lived out in the country, we didn't have to pay for water because we are we got well water, so we could just leave the hose running, so we could play for like oh, an so hour, you just depleted the natural resources. No, they'd go back into the ground, and we'd just drink it later. There we, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Is there like a like a lifespan on wells? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I honestly don't know where my water came from as a kid. Okay. Because uh, I like I knew we had well water, but I don't know what that means. Like obviously, there's some sort of well in the ground that we're pulling water out of the ground. Mm-hmm. But how we do that, I really don't know. Because I assume it has to be filtered in some way. Yeah, because a well would imply some kind of natural formation to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what modern... I mean, if it helps, my grandparents' cabin uses well water, and that's been going for at least, like, 
All right. About so 40 years. This oh, picture, I, the top result in Google Images for like modern well water system. It is. It's just a giant tube in the ground that's encased, and it goes all the way down to the aquifer and groundwater, and there's some sort of gravel screen, and then, yeah, it's just, you're just tapping into the well, and there's the groundwater. Cool. That's awesome. So, what are you guys going to suggest for a basic kid experience? It's hard. I'm trying to think of anything, like, specific. Um... I guess I'd have to probably steal one from like similar to yours, RJ, and kind of stealing from Calvin and Hobbes comics. Um, there's a Calvin and Hobbes comic that he talks about. Like, um, Calvin's just like, oh, it's not summer unless you have grass stains on your knees. Mm. So I think some like something kind of similar to that, just like having like the ability to be just like carefree and run around outside. And, like, I'm not even talking where you have jeans on, like, grass stains on your skin. Have you ever gotten that? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's good times. That means you had a good day. That's a real good one. I am going to kind of bounce off those two. I will say some disruption to, like, their natural environment that's relatively harmless. Um, and the example that I think of with that is, like, Way back when, like 15, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, and more than that, um, like my, the the neighborhood I live in was still like under construction. They were still building like some houses and stuff like that. So what would happen is when you're digging out the foundation for a house or multiple houses in a neighborhood, you need somewhere to put like all the dirt. So they literally, for some, like in my backyard, I don't know if I... Cal, I don't think I knew you back then. RJ, I don't know if you ever thought of this, like if I ever had you over when this We was knew here. each other, but you didn't. I, I don't remember it. No, there was, there was a big dirt pile, like 25 feet, just in, and probably like, I don't know, about the same length, maybe 30 feet long, and maybe like 15 feet wide. It was huge, like a huge dirt pile, just in my backyard, stretching from like, the back right corner of my backyard all the way across like a bunch of other kids yards and stuff like that and during one summer we literally like we all went on it we just played on it like for a lot of <laughs> fun it was it was awesome um there was another one out by uh the park near my house that was huge we used to go sledding down that like in the in the winter and i just think like those are really fun those are good experiences and it's like, it's good for kids, I think, to do that kind of stuff and to see that the environment they're growing up in, you don't want to throw them in, I think, into this, like, really well done, like, well manicured environment. Like, you want there to be a little bit of, like, play. Yeah. Involved. Well, uh, well, we kind of, I kind of had someone similar than that um, in, the, in our backyard when we were putting in our pool. Uh, there was a big dirt area and muddy area that me and my sister played in. That's when I dropped a rock on her head and cracked her skull open. <laughs> <laughs> Murder attempt one. <laughs> I still hold that it was her fault and that it was an accident. She put her head there. Exactly. I had a rock. I was dropping rocks into the water and she went underneath me. Well, I could see as little Calvin was getting more and more into sciences. I could see you using the excuse like, well, technically it was gravity that did it. <laughs> I was like two, I think. Maybe oh, three. Look, I wrote and my it down. Sister so would have been science. like four or five. <laughs> Holy shit! Mariah should just like pushed you over. <laughs> I think she was too busy screaming from the pain. 
am. Understandably. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, and this is all reminded me of an article I read. Oh, God, it was like two years ago. That apparently there was a move. There's a movement going on, or there was a movement going on, for when they would make new parks, they wouldn't put in play equipment. It would be like fenced in area. No adults are actually allowed <laughs> inside the fence except in like emergency situations. And you and just chuck the kids in and said, "Go wild." Yeah, and it was filled with like quote unquote trash. Where it'd be like, "Oh yeah, here's a mattress and a park bench, and <laughs> here's awesome. a bunch of tin cans." That sounds like someone who was just lazy and didn't want to fork out the cash for an actual play equipment. Fuck I mean, no, get all the your big pit and just throw the kids in there and like <laughs> don't run around like all day. <laughs> well, no, you just get in an abandoned quarry then. And then it's yeah, got walls built in. Dude, the quarry is so fucking cool. The oh, place is that's awesome. nothing. I well, I mean like compared to what? Like red granite quarry or like <laughs> the I don't know, whatever the quarry is in Indiana. Oh, is it like a big one? Oh, dude, like, just past Chicago, there is a massive quarry. Like, the stupid long bridge over at Quarry. Shit, there's that one in, uh... Redacted. I don't know that one. I'm sure you do. Um, it's just off the interstate. Uh, oh yeah, it's that one. If If you're going to Marcus and you're not getting off on the interstate, you've probably driven past it. That one's hard to see because it's just, like... You can't see over the bridge, but and there's like a tree line, but that one's freaking massive. Hmm. My uh, I, my great grandpa helped with the Indiana one. He was like in charge of it. Oh, nice. Shit. This was back in the day when they didn't have like smartphones and stuff, so he had an actual like red line phone. <laughs> so this red telephone that was a direct line to him because he was the Midwest like mining and quarry expert. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, promotional materials actually came with, like, it was like a quote-unquote top-secret envelope, and there was a picture of him, and there was, like, a red paper phone inside. Offices like that still have to have, like, professions like that still have to have some form of landline, right? Because, like, I know, obviously, wireless know. is good. I mean, maybe they don't use it all the time, but for emergencies, like, landline has to be one of the more secure, at least in terms of, like, outages, right? No. Mm, uh, I don't actually know. I wouldn't be surprised if nowadays wireless and satellite communication is like there is like special frequencies and stuff that are more reliable than landlines. But I really don't know. Yeah. And frankly, I'd imagine depending on like where it's located, what's going on, if you can radio uh, <laughs> or like a like satellite sat phone over uh classic internet yeah classic i think telephone. the key would be just to have multiple forms so that yeah. you have backups smoke signals there you go <laughs> <laughs> yelling really loudly yeah. <laughs> whisper who knows that could be something play a literal uh, game of telephone it's like lord of the rings you just have a bunch of people living on top of mountains and then you light bonfires to signal when you need help we should seriously make that a job because with the prevalence of EMPs, we might really need that one day to send like a text message. I always <laughs> really liked that scene in Lord of the Rings in the third movie where they're like sending the beacons and oh, yeah. like that they're like, oh, Gundar Cold Sprayed. And it's like sweeping dramatic shots of all these mountains and the beacons lighting up and great music. But if you if you just pause for like two seconds and you look at some of those mountains, it's like, who the heck is, how are they even up there? 
to light a fire? Whose job is it to stand on basically these giant snow-capped peaks and just live up there on the odd hope or the odd idea that uh, the beacon may be lit and the beacons haven't been lit in hundreds of years? It also involves somebody watching the beacons to see if they're lit. Yeah, Yeah, like, and in one shot, you see this, like, tiny stone hut and these two guys quickly running to a fire to light the beacon. But that, and that's on top of a mountain, but it's not, like, a massive mountain. Some of the later ones, they're, like, they're they're on the top of snow-capped mountains that come to, like, a very prominent peak. And it's, like, that would be a hard climb with today's gear, let alone in the supposed fantasy world that they're living up there 24-7 to light this beacon. I bet fucking somewhere Tolkien explains it. If it's mentioned, I don't know because it could be that they made it look way cooler in the movies and it's a similar system in the books. It's been a long time, but it's not as dramatic of peaks that they're supposed to be on where this one, it's like they're on top of peaks that are like Everest. Although I guess to be fair, if you want to keep a warning system like that intact, you'd have to put it like out of the reach of basically anybody. Because if it's just, like, mm. on low peaks, and if one thing or two things goes down because they get got to, instead of something on a high peak, obviously that brings yeah. in the question, like, you're pointing out of, like, survivability for the people who are manning them. I um, feel like but, at that point, though, you're probably calling for aid before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I got it. I got it. I know how they got up there. Eagles. Oh No, yeah. the eagles are not the taxi service <laughs> middle earth. The eagles are like, uh, are to Lord of the Rings what the force is to Star Wars right now, where you can just explain anything. Like how That's anyone, the light side yeah. and the dark side, and it binds the universe together. The yeah. eagles. <laughs> the eagles. <laughs> Alright, so shall we get into the real talk of this evening? Yeah. Sorry, RJ, but I no, feel like we have to. <laughs> we have to. So, we're currently recording on Wednesday, January 6th. When... The beginning of the second Civil War. I hope 2021. Not. Civil War Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay, if they brand it that way, I might be in. <laughs> Make a cool trailer. Give me uh, up. Uh, so as I understand the things, Congress was holding a joint set was it, yeah, Congress was holding a joint session so they could ratify yep. the votes for Joe Biden. Yes. Trump held a rally and gave a speech that was all around dumb and uh, insightful. I'm saying insightful, but it sounds like a different word insightful. Oh, true. I see what you're saying. It's funny funny how similar those sound, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, They marched down the road and started protesting in front of the Capitol building. And then they pushed through. They they rushed the guards and broke through. And the guards Mm. are trying not to be uh, excessively violent because they're white. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> or we, well, that, and they don't want to recreate the fucking Boston massacre. No, dude, and, come on. Like you, you, I, I can't. You cannot ignore the fact that all summer there were riots going on, which, on uh, which I understand that some of those were started by the protesters. Hundred percent. In that case. It does fall on those protesters who started rioting, who started vandalizing, breaking in stuff, and inciting these in more violent things. But a lot of those were peaceful until the police showed up. A lot of those were peaceful until the cops started pepper spraying, shooting people with rubber bullets, and battering people with the batons. 
The most notable one is sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, is when they have the protesters in Lafayette Square next to the White House, hundred percent peaceful, hundred percent legal. The curfew hadn't started, and Trump, in order to get a photo shoot with the Bible, orders the police to push everyone out of the square where they start pepper spraying and beating people with batons. Did that happen today? No. There were bombs and shots fired in the Capitol, and there was only a minimal amount of pepper spray and and tear gas used. I hadn't heard anything about rubber bullets, and I didn't see, I saw a couple like pictures and videos of police kind of using batons to beat at people, but not in any way that they did to any of the other protests at all this last summer. So I don't, I, I just don't know how you can deny a difference between those two. You just can't. I, I am not denying there is a difference. And I, I agree for the most part with you. The thing that's sticking in my mind is more of a hypothetical of, what if they had responded the same way? We just had this summer where, like you said, there were protests going on about police brutality and the police were responding brutally. Do we want them to respond brutally again to this? Or do we want to see them trying to be less violent? It's bad timing for either way, but no matter who the protesters were, what response, like, I don't know. Yeah, but that I feel like it's a whole separate argument, and that's um, I hear where you're coming from, RJ. Yeah, percent. But I think that's besides the point because they didn't. And I would argue people were throwing around the word of domestic terrorism all summer. I would argue this is domestic terrorism. If Absolutely. we're gonna bring, if we're gonna bring out that term, this is a hundred percent domestic terrorism. So when that happens, and they're not gonna do anything, and it just blows my mind that someone was shot possibly killed that she's in critical condition last i heard she was shot in the chest inside our nation's capital and trump said that listen guys we love you you're great just go home for now and then people who are peacefully for the most part more so than today peacefully protesting and then it turns violent when the police show up and start cracking down hard these people he's like no they're thugs Get rid of them. Lock them up for 10 years. They're horrible, horrible people. They're domestic terrorists. You, I just, you can't support him when he says stuff like that anymore. No. I just, you can't. No, and I, I mean, the police should have kicked their asses. But the thing is, is that the police, then to a degree, if you're saying that about this, then you have to say that I would argue about the civil unrest in the summer. I, and my only no, counter... And I would say both times they shouldn't have done that. This time, the yeah. counter when guns come out—that's a different story. When it's yeah. our nation, nation's capital is a little bit more of a protected like thing because I—I I, I don't know. I don't. Well, the, the problem is too is like the police shouldn't like they're just fucking people. Like I guarantee you, mm-hmm. yeah, there are some awful, monstrous like bulldog police officers who are probably like passing sociopaths who will go out and they like the the power that their position wields them. Mm-hmm. So I would never say like, oh yeah, like the police should totally fucking kick your ass. Cause it's like, sometimes the police are wrong. Um, yeah. But the, the issue I think for me with this, I was talking to RJ about this before and you kind of came in too, is that stuff in the summer as 
I understand where it was coming from. I'd even argue that it was justified. Like, for instance, I think Chaz was the fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen. But I can totally see where the people who made it were coming from. I think it should have been stopped on day one, but it was there for weeks. Mm -hmm. And, like, the problem is, is that stuff, no matter how good the intention, or at least, like, trying to be reasonable or trying to be, like, honest, is that what people like what's happening today are seeing is only the result. They're not seeing the thought behind it and they don't, they don't understand it and they don't want to, but like Trump in his rally this morning was throwing that shit out. He was like, you know, they're toppling our statues. They're taking Mm -hmm. over our cities, all that shit. So when you do that shit, like, I, to a degree, agree with you, but this is not the time to do it. Like, it's n- because all you're doing is giving a guy like that ammunition and motivation and reason for his supporters to do this. That doesn't excuse it. And it certainly doesn't validate it. And at the same time, like, you have some people on the right who are like, this is a victory. We took the Capitol. It's like, fuck you guys. Like, the police could have murdered you. Just like they could have, like, absolutely massacred protesters this summer. Like, we have one of the most well-armed police forces on the planet. To, like, they're they pseudo military at this point. Yeah. Exactly. They let this, they let you do this. Don't fucking fool yourselves. Like, that's one of the other questions I have that I, I think I get a clear picture on. So as far as I can tell, there's the DC police force, and then the Capitol building has its own, like, security unit. Yep. And yeah. if I'm remembering correctly, and I, I mean, I'm probably not, the DC, I, I thought I read that like the DC police were being told they couldn't go in to somebody. Um, I like, don't know about being... that. You could be right. I did hear that they, um, the mayor had originally asked for the DC National Guard to come in and help. And that is controlled by the DOD. And the DOD initially said no, um, and it was primarily on Capitol Police, on the Capitol Police, which, are, like you were saying, is this more like for the Capitol building That's and stuff. Probably what I but, got the two confused. I don't know. You could still be right that DC Metro Police weren't in, initially involved, um, but either way, it's our nation's capital. You're telling me they don't have people on hands to swarm that building and cover it with troops to prevent what just happened today? Oh, yeah. You're telling me they don't have plans in place to prevent people from busting down windows and storming the Senate floor, the House floor, getting behind the Speaker's podium and starting shouting to dro- dropping down from the above uh What's it called? Um, The gallery, the balcony up there. You're telling me there aren't conditions in place to stop that sort of thing? That's BS. That's total BS. Really terrible joke. Uh, (laughs) The reason they don't have a plan in place is because all the important people are over in the Pentagon where it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) no, I, I, oh shit, sorry. RJ, you go. I was just saying I hate myself. (laughs) that's okay um no like i i agree with cal like i i think it's ridiculous like the the nation's capital 
you can't fucking like I don't know it you can't just be like oh guess we didn't have enough guys there whoops it's like what the fuck are you talking about like yeah. I saw the National Guard streaming into fucking Minneapolis I saw the police cordons in the CNN Omni Center like I we saw yeah. the shit in DC this summer it's like you can absolutely do that I think what it was if I had to venture a guess and I don't know anything about what I'm talking about so I could be totally <laughs> fucking wrong but I what I could see it happening was like it reminded me of when they pulled out of that precinct in Minneapolis and just let the, kind of let it happen. Just let it fucking get trashed because yeah. they're like, we either risk a genuine armed confrontation between officers and protesters slash rioters, or uh, we pull it out and we just let them trash the building. And then we move in the next day and we'd like yeah. take it back. But the um, difference there is it's not the U S Capitol. Yeah. So <laughs> If if what the the popular left type people, the BLM, Antifa, all those types of people, like if what those people did during the summer was like threatening to cut off a part of like America, like a leg or an arm, like what they just did today, like what the popular right did today was like threatened to shoot it in the head. Yeah. It's like you guys can't fucking do. I mean, you can clearly, uh, apparently. Apparently they can. Yeah. (laughs) But like at the same time, they're going to be like, oh, based, oh, we owned them, all all this shit. Like there are some people on the right who are saying exactly what we're saying. And they're like, this is cosmically absurd and it's hilarious and it's bullshit. But Um, but a lot. I feel like there's so much there's that's split though down the um like a lot of the conservative voices a lot of the GOP is there you do have those voices that are like no you can't have violence like this is uncalled for and stuff but I feel like some of those people do mean it and maybe a majority of them do mean it but I also see a lot of them where it's like you don't mean it you're saying this so that other people can't attack you but you full well knew what you were inciting when you oh, yeah. were saying all this stuff, and they're not condemning it. They're not condemning it. Did you watch Trump's minute-long video on his response that he tweeted? No, because no. I wanted to save a couple brain cells. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to post it, and honestly, I think you should watch it when you get the chance, because it's only a minute long, but his response to this... Uh, oh my god. Did he pull it? Well, he got banned. Remember, oh, it got on Twitter. It's on Twitter. It's no longer oh, there. Yeah, three of his tweets got deleted. By yeah, Twitter. I see two got. I see two got deleted. Yeah, that video that that video that he posted that I'm talking about got pulled. But basically, in this video, he's just like, "Listen, they stole the election." This is how he starts. He's like, "They stole the election from us." I know how you feel. They're the the left is taking um, our country from us and they're, and they're lying to us. Um, but Hey, don't we, you guys need to go home. It's just go home in peace. Not like this. Okay. Listen, we love you. You're great, but just go home. That's what his message to the breaking <laughs> domestic terrorists that took over. That he told the march. Today. Yeah. I mean, the, the issue is right now it's like, popular left thinks it's in like get out like the twitter crowd and then the popular right thinks it's in red dawn like these people are seeing communists like everywhere they think it's their job 
like they they think they're in a cheesy 80s movie um which makes their actions so much more dangerous um because it's like a pendulum swing inevitably we'll swing back to left or the popular left again i want to distinguish between like like even what you see like uh from you know the democrats or republicans like twitter crowd in like parts of 4chan and stuff like that like that's more popular stuff there are more like regular people you can find who are contemporary who are on the left and the right who don't agree at all with like the current institutions of the left and the right hello and they're like they're, yeah they're basically saying like this is stupid you guys are being ridiculous and what's more you're you're being like, dangerous um because you're you're forcing confrontations uh, in one way or another that are going to lead to only more confrontation and worse confrontation. And that's, I don't know, like this could literally be a flash in the pan. This could be like a dying gasp. It could be like, okay, in a week, it's like over. We all laugh at like the super Trump supporters. It's like, ha ha ha. Remember when they tried that? What a bunch of fucking idiots get them out. Um, or, or it could be something else, or it could be like, a rumble. Um, I mean, it took like 11 years between the formation of the Nazi party and like the burning of the Reichstag. So these things take time. Um, and I'm not like trying to forecast anything. Cause again, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like this pattern has been repeated before. And to think that it can't happen in this country is like hubristic to the point of idiocy. Naive. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're going to get yourself hurt if you think something like again like the french revolution or like the revolution 1917 shit like that can't happen here or the the burning of the reichstag like it, it can i'm not saying that oh it will but there's no reason it can't and right now we're seeing two groups in our country who are like just fucking wailing on each other and they're begging the other one to hit them harder I and would, it's like i would argue they're not wailing on each other they're wailing on us and telling us why aren't you joining me? Yeah, because it's like I like I don't hate I don't hate Trump. Like I don't hate him. I just think it's like he's fucking stupid. Like he's a cartoon character. He he belongs in a cheesy eighties movie. The same way that like it's not even like I really hate the Democrats. I just think they're fucking creepy. I think Joe Biden is creepy. I think Kamala Harris is creepy, and Nancy Pelosi especially. Like they just remind me of like. People who would work in like a call center. It just creeps me out. Like, like, against, against call centers? No, like the upper levels of one. They were like, oh. they're just call, they're like corporate. They're like, ugh. Like, I don't know. But Trump is like a different kind of like, ugh. It's like, I, whatever time you're living in, it's not the present. <laughs> and like these two groups are just, dragging us into this shit that no one really sane wants a part of um but there's nothing like the snowball's down the hill it's moving <laughs> yeah um and it could get derailed but i don't know i yeah i don't know anymore either because it's it's just infuriating watching videos of trump incite all this stuff and then mm -hmm. He's going to get away with this. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to come down on the people on the, on that were supporting this and inciting this. It's just nothing's going to happen because it's just a dance. Like you're saying, James, it's back and forth, back and forth. Um, there, there's, I don't know. I, I'm getting, yeah. Well, it's, it's, like a, it's like a dance where the tempo feels like it's starting to pick up. 
to the point yeah. where it's getting like a little rowdier, a little faster, like a little more off off of the rhythm. And it, and it, it just like feels like the, the top's wobbling. Um, and well, I don't know. Like, I, I can't think... What? How long did the Roman Empire last? What, like 400? Well, the Roman, the Roman Republic lasted like what, like 400, 500 years? Something yeah. like that? Um, Roman Empire lasted, I mean, if you count the Byzantine, I guess, or or even the Holy Roman. Oh, Empire. yeah, it's like some people try and continue it into yeah. the Holy Roman, don't they? Yeah, to a degree, but it's like, that's fucking like... That's just it. Yeah, but, you know, I think it's... I, I don't know, like, it, it's just frustrating to watch because I really don't know that many sane people, that many regular people that I've talked to. Like, I would agree, I would say that to a degree, like, all of us are invested in some way about politics well but yeah that impacts our lives yeah, yeah and if not you should be yeah <laughs> to a degree like you don't to a degree like, i'm not saying you need to devote yeah. your life to it but i think <laughs> every single person at least needs to be aware of the things that are happening so that they can make an informed decision when it comes time to vote yeah you have a responsibility to like your fellow citizens and arguably to your country to kind of know to at least try and have something to say to think to yeah. be able to be knowledgeable enough to have something to say so you can express how you feel um but talk to people like us and it's like we're like i don't know i guess i know some people who went to protests or rallies on either side and yeah. I'm and not, I have no I'm issue. Not, if those people no. had shown up today and protested, I wouldn't have agreed with what they were protesting. But I would be, I would have just been like, yeah, okay, whatever. They were protesting. Mm. They don't like. I'm okay. I'm open to the idea of there being irregularities in our election system. I'm open to that. It's just the fact that it's been like almost three. It's been what two months now. Yep. And they just keep saying it, and I've yet to see a single shred of proof of any single voting irregularity, or the like. The very few that I have seen, a little bit of proof, not even like hard proof, just like a tiny bit of proof. The it amounts to like, oh, these three people, yep. uh, they lied. So it's like, yeah, those three people are gonna win you the election. Uh, again, like. There could have been people that they're like that lied and um it voted illegally and stole votes, but it's like then show me proof. I don't even need like hard evidence right now. I think you we need to get closer to that if we're gonna do anything close to overturning the election. But just give me something so that we can continue this conversation. Just going and yelling and screaming for two months saying they stole the election. Well, where's the proof? Yeah, but they did. <laughs> where's the proof like um, you're, you're not giving any evidence you're you're just making these wild claims it's like unprovable and that i mean like to 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 most to people, an extent but you can like, still give some evidence you you can but that's the problem is that these people like people like this nowadays i feel like proof isn't what it is it's where it comes from so there's so many avenues for information people now it doesn't matter like proof is like immaterial yeah it's really just depends on how you choose to interpret it which opens up avenues for creative thinking but also opens up avenues for like dangerous impulse and it, that's kind of what's happening like nobody can get on the same page the 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 tone 
of information you can receive from any given outlet um, or just the internet or, t you know, whatever. Like, it's so schizophrenic that you like have to pick a lane or risk like psychosis. <laughs> um, and, and this is what's happening now is I think people on either side are buying in so hard at now it's become like life or death. Now it's almost like embedded in them that they're like a Trumper or that they like believe in Nancy Pelosi or whatever. And it's like, like these things, I, I mean, because I was watching the, the C-SPAN, uh, like set the, the proceeding, the joint, yeah. the joint, uh, session. What was yeah. it? The joint session. It was actually, it wasn't like too bad. It's interesting to watch like these politicians where there's no like news news person like commentating over them, where it's just kind of them like doing the general procession. You kind of see like how these, to a degree, you get a little glimpse into how these people like act and behave. They know there are cameras on them, but there's a little bit more of a distance between them and the media where it still feels a little like genuine. And I don't know, like, I mean, it, it seemed to me like the, the proceedings were going okay. Um, but and this happened, and yeah. they didn't even let it finish. I like mean, they I were doing. Go ahead, sorry. Exactly, they were doing exactly what they wanted, and 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 but the problem is that, that those people who stormed it don't believe in that. They don't. They think it's been fully corrupted, and it's up to them as like patriots to retake that hill. Um, well, which, I think even more evidence of that fact is the fact that. Pence has stood by Trump for over four years now, never once wavered, never once gone against Trump. He's all he's been what his most loyal supporter today. He held to the Constitution and was immediately thrown under the bus. Trump called him a disappointment. The people were calling him a traitor and a coward and that he's betrayed his country and his duty in in an hour, it went from he's a great guy, he's our best supporter, to this man betrayed our country. I think in watching Pence, like the sense I get from him just watching him is that I don't agree with a lot of his beliefs. I do admire, I do think he's like, I think he really just likes rules. Like a little bit too much. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, no, I, I get that. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I think he follows them. And because, like, when he was listening to Republican objections, he was, like, it was like a school teacher. He was, like, do you have, like, because the, there was a guy who raised an objection. He's, like, Senator from Arizona likes to raise an objection against the, like, blah, 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 the ratification. And Pence was, like, all right, the chair acknowledges the senator from Arizona. Does the senator from Arizona have a notice signed by a senator? And like, <laughs> do you have your parents' permission? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's so funny because the guy's like, uh, yes, I do. And the camera pans back and Ted Cruz is standing there and he's like, I notarized it. And you hear audible groans <laughs> from <laughs> the, the whole chamber. It's like, ah, <laughs> like it was like something from South Park. So you see to a degree these like how, how personal relations play into these people's like proceedings of politics and where for them, sometimes it's not even about the law being passed. It's about this person who you work with, who is like trying to do a power play. And mm -hmm. it's about like for, for people that, that seems to be the challenge for people in the Congress. It's like you give into that drama 
given to that like high school council level bullshit, like student council shit, or do you follow the rules? And I don't know. I, I think like Pence, again, I think he just likes the rules and it sucks because I, I wish these people would have let that hearing finish because now it'll never finish. Like, now, well, so I mean, I, weren't they going to try and finish it tonight? I don't know if they got yeah, about to 15 minutes. I mean, I hope they do. I hope they at least try. But it's like, how can you? I don't know. Yeah. This is this is like you guys didn't even let it, didn't let it happen. And again, I you know I agree. I, I mean, get it. You just don't trust it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, before I was messaging RJ in the middle of the day, like, hey, I hope you're ready because this is going to get political. Because I knew this joint session was coming down, and I already had a lot of issues with it because the idea to me of a senator from another state telling me that my state's election process was invalid because they don't like the outcome is infuriating to me and just i i as calvin no, pounds it, his hand oh no, seriously <laughs> no but seriously yeah, yeah. because basically and ted cruz was one of the main leaders of that group that was going to contest and wisconsin was one of the four states they were going to contest so ted cruz a guy that i did not elect a guy that does not represent me and has very little to say when it comes well has basically nothing to say when it comes to states issues about my state and where we live he's going to come in and tell me that we did it wrong and that it's invalid even though our supreme our state supreme court ratified it our state legislator legislature ratified it and that should be the end of that he shouldn't be involved in this process he shouldn't be coming in and saying no you did it wrong and i don't care what the outcome would have been i would have been i would be this furious if it was the other way around if trump had won the state and nancy pelosi was coming in and being like no you guys did it wrong it was all i would be just as freaking mad leave us alone oh that's i think that's a that's a good point like it's definitely overreaching to a degree i i think still as like as i've kind of purported so much before like healthy skepticism of the government is as i think healthy as skepticism of like amazon like, yeah. like just because someone is in that position does not mean they have your best intentions at heart, uh, quite honestly, usually their best intentions, which they will probably value, conflict with your own. The goal of politics is to mediate between those in power and those of the public. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I like, I agree with the skepticism, but I don't agree with dumb, petty violence and acts of like civil immaturity, which is what I think this was. Like, it's a stupid stunt. And now all they've done is exactly what I said the left did for the right is they've just given the left a shit ton of ammo. Like, they're fucked. Like, no, I don't think they are. Which I honestly think is, yeah, I don't, I think is a problem in itself. I honestly don't. I think they gave the left a ton of ammo, but. I think the right controls so much power in our country right now that it's not going to matter. Yeah. I think, I, I think they're close. No, I, I, have, I really don't. Yes. <laughs> what, do you mean, what, what, what do you mean by power? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, um, like the fact that our country can vote by over 7 million more people 
Um, when that's like how many people voted in this election? Ninety million. Yes. Yeah. Or was it more? Like oh, it was uh, over. Was it way more that. than that? I think like, ninety's like the normal, isn't it? Yeah, ninety's <laughs> like the normal. Uh, it's like I was just like looking 80, at it today. Let's see. Isn't it eighty votes? Or 80 All right. Million? Here we go. Uh, eighty-one for Biden, seventy-four for Donald Trump. So what is that total? 81 plus 74 is 75. Yeah, so 155, 7 million. You're looking at, what, 5%. So 5% of the people that voted were um, for in this election voted Democrat. And not now this is a generalization. Some A lot of those people could have voted for Biden and voted, uh, but then voted Republican for senators and the House and all that stuff. But- also, it could have been the other way around. Some people could have voted for Trump and also, um, I don't know why, but if they voted for Trump, they could have also voted blue for other things. But the fact that 5% voted that way and that it doesn't really show that in anything else, in that the fact that the Senate, it came down to a, a runoff race where the deciding votes were like 11,000 votes to decide a tie in the senate i i don't know i think i don't i i don't know i it's i think it's really complicated and i don't know enough about it yeah i really don't so it's i feel conflicted commenting on it because i'm sure there's a lot of people that are way more educated than me that can come up with all these excuses are not even excuses valid reasons that i can't necessarily refute it's just it personally feels wrong to me that it should be that many people vote one way, and yet in the legislature, it still remains so close. The fact that the House, the, the Democrats lost a bunch of seats, and the fact that in the Senate, if the results of today in Georgia stand, it'll be a 50-50 tie. I think that's a good point. I, I think just because, I, I mean, the only the only counter I would make to that would be the idea that... Um, needs to be the opportunity sometimes for a split ticket uh between no i agree i agree branches but during a tie like this where it's not it's not like everyone is like this isn't like a basketball game where everyone's like oh like we're gonna accept the the it was clear who won and who lost like we're gonna debate whatever Mm -hmm. something like that like the the very question of what it meant that somebody won or lost in this election was obliterated for yeah. a lot of people. Like, not even if you think like Biden won, which by the numbers he did, um, th- there's always like there's a niggling doubt. It's like, fuck. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, the, because we know that elections have been taken in the past. I and I'm not saying like, oh, that means I'm not trying to like counter signal and say like, oh, that definitely happened here. What I'm just saying is, is that. Like I said before, where like that exposure to media almost makes you like schizophrenic. The, the question is there, and which is why I thought this whole recount thing was bullshit anyway, because there's no way to large parts of the country that you're either going to prove that Trump actually won or that you're going to prove that Biden actually lost. No matter what, those two factions would not agree. What they just yeah. want the person they like in office it doesn't matter like the numbers don't matter just the result does so however they get that result 
in the ends justify the means. I mean, it, we're seeing that play out in real time. Yeah. And but I think that's kind of a new thing. Like it, I I agree. I don't think okay. I don't think it's a new thing that people are just going to reject what they don't like. That's always that's been a thing. Um, but I think it's really coming to a head, like with what you were saying with the internet, and we have so many sources now. And the, I I agree with you that skepticism is a healthy thing and should be encouraged. I'm just I I think we've gone too far with it. I really do. And I think the internet has exasperated that because existing on the internet, you have to be more skeptical of everything than you normally would. And I think people have taken that and forgotten to dial it back when they get into real life and they leave the internet. So they've taken that over skepticism from the internet, which is kind of needed and just applied it to everyday life. Well, like and, removes like your ability to genuinely or authentically believe in something because you're just like, it, it like slowly hollows you out into this like phantom cynic that just like prowls the internet and then real life sit. Like your one victory is saying that everything is like fake or whatever, or not, not just fake, but that, well, doubt it. Like it could be this or it could be that. Like that's the one victory that people like at have. Um, they don't genuinely believe in anything. They're just as bad as the people that they think they're above, but they don't see it because they've just like they've totally imbibed this like i don't know this like fucking media toxin just like get and it it just makes them think like oh well you know if i just counter like contradict everything i can never lose i'll always be right like they don't care about believing in anything other than their own capacity to be right which like ironically is founded in believing that nothing can be right so it's inherently paradoxical and like i think that's what's afflicted a lot of people is like there's nothing feels like there's nothing to believe in it feels like there's no singular principle that americans can drop the political like knives and pitchforks and torches and like meet at a table and say like yes this on this we agree all of us yeah like, we unify around this yeah um yeah it's it's just like a, it's a really modern and awful problem and i think if we could solve it we'd be better than the greatest generation but like that'll take <laughs> it'll takes it'll take a lot of work it's, yeah it's, I, i've and yeah and like i was saying it's and like you were saying this is really just kind of pushed me over the edge and made me a cynic of everything now and made me just kind of give up which is the worst thing you can do I think makes yeah. me part of the problem, I think um, the, which I admit, but I just can't, I just can't anymore because the, I, either side, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> on either side because they're, I hate them both. Like yes. every, they're just, uh, they either sound like a 4chan poll thread or they sound like a Twitter feed. It's like, you guys yeah. just feel like robots. Like you're like, There's no, like, your political identity, that mask has become, like, used to your face. Like, like I I know I talk about, like, politics a lot, so I'm not going to discount that I'm one of these people to some degree. But at the same time, it's like, you got to be able to, like, drop it at one point or another. That doesn't mean you can't believe in, like, the possibility of the United States 
or the integrity of our government or in the concept, at least, that our government can have integrity. But if you're so busy treating, like I've said before, like these political people, these politicians, if you're treating them like you know them, you're going to get hurt. You don't like you just don't. So the best thing you can do is get educated on the policy. And when someone that you like or don't like then makes a speech or passes a bill, you can see the actual effects that it's having rather than just what they're saying it's doing. And I, I think that's the biggest thing is right now it's a politics of persona and not policy. Yeah. I mean, people are like so obsessed with turning everyone and everything into this like icon, into like a Freddie fucking Mercury. And it's like, yeah. we, don't, we don't need that. Like we don't need rock stars and movie stars in office. We need good people with integrity who genuinely want to address the specific problems of their community and the greater challenges of the country. And if you're unable to do that, then get booted out of Congress. Yeah. You, you, got, you gotta be mature. I and still right think now, it should be, you don't get paid while you serve in Congress. Maybe you get paid after you're done, but you should be given money and stuff for living expenses so that you can commute, you can do your job, but I don't think they should necessarily be getting a like just a salary. And like you were talking about earlier in our chat, James, they should yeah. not be allowed to take as much vacation time as they do. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing, like over over the past, you know, year or whatever, like that was the thing that got me the most was like everyone on all sides. Like I want to believe in someone. It's like I I don't throw this shit out there because it's like like I want someone to show me like some kind of genuine humanity and, yeah. and just show yeah. me you can and taking that recess it's like you guys don't care like you just left millions of people for yeah. two weeks so you can visit with like whatever secret cabals you go to or visit your home <laughs> or do whatever and it's like we needed you and you, you know left. How, you know how they're able to do that as well because they're they in the cons it what because they make the laws <laughs> No, no. In the Constitution, I'm pretty sure I, I could be slightly off on this, but I'm pretty sure in the Constitution, the Congress is only allowed two recesses a year. And they're very specifically laid out. That's because when our country was first founded, it was so small and spread out. It did not being a being a member of Congress was not a full time job. You were a member of Congress and then you went home and worked on your farm or well, you you had your slaves run your farm for you. But <laughs> But like th it wasn't a full-time thing. So they had these built-in recesses that they could go and go back to their home states and one theoretically meet with constituents to learn what was going on with their states. And that's a laugh nowadays. Um, but they're only allowed those two short recesses yet how they got around this because they're all a bunch of lazy pieces of crap that just want a bunch of money and power is that and this um there's a really good cgp gray video about this that i highly recommend everyone look up because it's entertaining and it's going to do i'm just going to briefly go over it and probably get some things wrong so i look um i highly recommend everyone look up the cgp radio video on this um but basically and this went to the Supreme Court and was challenged by the president and all this stuff. And it was upheld by the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court was like, eh, screw you, executive branch. You can't tell us what to do. Um, and basically, they have one person. The longest they can go on hold without being in recess is three days. 
So every three days, they have a member of Congress come in and ask the sergeant of sergeant at arms to take a three day break in between. And now in order to do that, they need quorum. But how Congress has read the rules of the Constitution is that as long as nobody asks if there is a quorum, it still is there. So as long as nobody brings up the fact that there is only one member of Congress in the room, theoretically, everyone in Congress is in the room. Oh, so as long as one person is there, everybody else can leave. So theoretically, and this would be my goal, if I ever made it into Congress, into like, I think you have to be in the Senate, but um, either way, if I ever made it into Congress, this would be my goal, is I would show up and I would just F up that process. I would show up when I wasn't supposed to and just be like, I would like to ask for a quorum. And then Congress wouldn't be there and they would all have to come back. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, you should come in with, yeah, you could come in with, like, fishing gear on, like a rod, like boot, like galoshes, and be like, actually, I call for a quorum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's how they're able to have these just breaks whenever the heck they want, and for however long they want, is they just, they they just basically bend the rules to just do whatever they want, which I think shows that they don't actually care about us. They care about money and power. And this oh. has been a long-standing thing. This has gone on since like the 1800s. This isn't oh. a new thing. But I think it just shows the kind of people that tend to end up in politics. I think it's like it's a good point too. And RJ, you kind of raised it. And Cal, especially with what you're saying, is like it's become its own little world. They don't solve the country's problems anymore. They solve political problems. They solve mm-hmm. problems of personal drama, vendetta, like I'm not saying that there aren't any good people in Congress. I think that is like absurd. I, I I believe I want to believe there's at least one person in that chamber between the Senate and the House who's like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, why is everyone saying <laughs> like can't, like we should just talk about this stuff?" But now with them like being so sequestered, with them turning it into a career and a dynasty, yeah, legacy, hundred percent, like. It becomes its own little mini empire. It becomes its own little Great Britain that rules over the United States. Uh, so what I'm saying is that we need to uh, we need to return uh, to states being their own places. I think we deport Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest to the UK, and they can all, they can all solve they can all hang out there. Honestly, I think we need like a purge of the government, not in a violent sense. Oh, I'm not saying we kill anybody. I'm just no. saying we forcibly retire them in that we just, I guess, encourage it, them. Like, vote them out or just be like, nah, we done with you. Leave. They can go off and form their own Congress that nobody cares about in a corner somewhere so they can pretend they still have power and they won't cry themselves to sleep at night. But we need just like new people. We It's yeah. all old people. I Biden is freaking 79. He's and I was he's the oldest freaking president we've ever had. I, I was thinking this, and I've been thinking this for a while. Like not, not not just with Biden, not just with Trump or Hillary or Pelosi, but just like watching a lot of them. It's like when I was watching Pelosi speak in the chamber. It's like okay, to a degree, I can see respecting her. Like I can see where she is. Like I'm going to do it this way. If you don't like it, that's fine. Like tough tits, and it's like okay, I can kind of respect that attitude to a degree. Um, at 
at the same time, she's an old woman. So when she's giving these like speeches and talking to the chamber, she sounds like an old woman. And so do the old yeah. men who are in there. It's like, that's not to me like inspiring. There should be age gaps like or caps on these terms. Like uh, what I want in a politician is not just someone who is like intelligent, knows how to play the rules, stuff like that. I want someone who I like see and I'm like inspired by. I'm not saying you have to be like a clown or an entertainer or whatever. I just want to see someone up at that podium who is like, I can get behind. That's what you want in a politician. Like genuinely, yeah. truly be like, I trust this guy. Or so this I should guy. run for Senate then? Yeah, sure. Do it. At this point, I'll all, run for you, We should all run for Senate. Like, come on. If we all like, run for Senate, they can't stop all of us. Dude, you know how awesome it would be? Like the three of us got into Senate and no. people just to C-SPAN or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck are, what, like, what are those guys doing? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> I wish. Do you know t-shirts how, and jeans? Yeah. It'd be so cool. Like we, we need, I, th- I agree completely, Cal, with what you're saying, the sentiment behind it. Like I agree as well. Obviously not a violent purge. You'd have to be like bloodthirsty or stupid to think like we we're calling for that. But it's like, yeah. we, we need some kind of refresh. We, we need, need a clean house. We need a hard reset, just back to square one. Like, all right, we got a next election. One. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to vote in everybody else. We're going to vote in. Every single position is open. Go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I also think we need to go to the UK system of uh, advertisement for elections. Oh, yeah. The, the You have a set amount of funds that is allocated to each side and that's just what the funds you're given to work with and you're not allowed to campaign except for a certain time frame before the election and i think there's a break like the last week you're not allowed to campaign and it's like you have like a month or a couple weeks or whatever going up to this election then there's a break and then there's the election and that's the only time you're allowed to like campaign because now nowadays with the house like these members were just voted in in the house they're already thinking about their next uh, campaign um, re-election campaign and that's their entire term so they're going from term to term to term just okay. campaigning not actually doing anything in congress well because it's like there's this there's this very typical american mentality that like more is better like the more of something you have and i think it, it's an undercurrent that runs like if i had to stereotype americans like from now like that's what i would say is that they always want more they always want like another drink well, manifest destiny and all that yeah exactly it's built like it's built in and like i remember watching like trump's rally this morning it was like you know we got the most votes of any incumbent in any election, blah, 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 and you hear people on the Democratic Party who are like, Joe Biden got the most votes of any presidential candidate in the history. It's like, who cares how many yeah. votes you have? Who gives a fuck? Look at what the country is right now. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Like, who cares? Congratulations. Who cares? Your number is bigger than anybody else's number. You know what else number is bigger? The amount of people who don't care right now because we're in a pandemic. You're, you're like you're tallying points in a game that doesn't matter if the arcade's on fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, gives a fuck. Like, do fix, put out the fire, and then we can. Wouldn't it be better 
if like, just imagine if the attitude was like, if we lived in opposite world and everything was like awesome for whatever reason, and we got that many votes, we'd feel so good. We'd be like, hell yeah, we're all coming together. We're, we're making we're participating. decisions. Actually participating in our democracy. Yeah, we're participating not because we feel existentially threatened by the Republican on television or the Democrat yeah. on Twitter. We're, we're participating yeah. because we have pride and we have confidence and trust in what we're doing. And we just don't have that. Like, I, I don't give a shit how many votes you got if they're motivated mostly by fucking fear. That's such yeah. a dirty tactic. Like, I'm not saying like, you know, all it's all like fear mongering, but there it's like, come on, guys. Like, th- this, yeah, this is like I'm an artificial. This is an artificial and like toxic bump. Like, we're seeing all these record shattering numbers and participation or whatever. But it's like, again, it to what end? Look at where we are right now. Like, let to reel it back. Was it little. worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I don't know. I'm really looking for today a scene where I could splice in uh, Padme just saying, "This is how Liberty dies." <laughs> with <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was like, it, there just wasn't a good scene to do it, but I was just like, "Ooh, if there's oh. going to be a scene, it might happen today where we can throw this together." <laughs> what is it? Is it like the March of the Confederacy or the Droid March when uh, Anakin is marching up the steps of the Jedi Temple? burn it down just play that over the uh the it, protest it's like, a, it's like it's like a like a weird combining of like the imperial theme and the um like the republic theme yeah 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 it's supposed to be dark and it's supposed to be like it's it's like turning i actually like that scene i like that oh, I, I think that scene is really well done like i i wish to a degree, I don't know, we're splintering off. I'm splintering off here. I'll try to keep this. Honestly, we probably should. <laughs> it's a pretty heavy conversation. Well, we've I, been, we're at an hour oh, and yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, sorry, RJ. We kind of uh, derailed. No, right. um, RJ, did you want to get to any part of the show notes? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. You I'm going to say no, but I, I do want to say one thing. Okay. I I'm frustrated stuff like this this one in particular we've had a lot of these moments in the last year where I am left frustrated and con- not confused by what happened but confused on what I like how I should be reacting to it mm-hmm. in terms of what I do angry about what happened mm-hmm. angry at the people on social media who are being insufferable about it whatever they believe and just remember that we're all people man yeah we're all just trying to make our way in the world and be people and you don't know who your neighbors are unless you know them which is a dumb sentence now that i say it out loud but <laughs> oh, it, like, it makes total sense yeah <laughs> and yeah. even if you know them and your neighbor Greg is a really great dude, you don't know what his political beliefs are. So don't use conservative or liberal or Democrat or Republican as dirty words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Can we use the word politician as a dirty word, though? Absolutely. <laughs> Good. 
dirty word. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are good ones, but yeah. Not uh, many. Yeah, I think that was well said, RJ. Man. I mean it's crazy times. I'll take a civil war over a pandemic. It's a it's a lot less existentially threatening, in my opinion. Not that it's over. James, do you want to be internally uh, threatening though? Because literally your neighbor could be like plotting to kill you. <laughs> I would say in the converse, it's like don't assume that they have like negative intentions. Like sometimes the ugliest actions come from like the most hurt places. And I know that's so sappy and like dumb. It's true. Like, I think a lot of people are scared and they're really hurting, like genuinely hurting. Yeah. At a loss for everything. The entire world as they knew it has crumbled around them. It's happened to all of us in some way. It's like, you don't want to, you want to be able to uh, keep a steady head. You don't want to lose your head and be like, oh, the world's in chaos. Who cares anymore? But you have to acknowledge the pain um, to, to move past it. Like, it's like, what was I wrote something down? Uh, uh, oh yeah, this is dumb, but I uh, you have to face your fears to shake their hands. Mm-hmm. You gotta face what you're afraid of and what hurts. And I think we're being presented multiple opportunities to do just that. And I don't know how it's gonna go, but I I do have faith as cynical and skeptical as i can be i do genuinely believe in people i think it will go on i think the world will still spin oh uh, yeah gravity and doesn't <laughs> doesn't care what our politics say no thank god thank god gravity is bipartisan <laughs> <laughs> can we form can we form the gravity party <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love yes. that. what's our what our principle is that things go down when you drop them Gravity works. That's it. Everyone can agree. <laughs> Gravity works for the working man. It oh, also yeah. works for the rich man. Works for oh, everybody. Yeah. Yep, affects everybody. You fall out of a building no matter where, uh, what level you're on. Yeah. So, that. The space stationers are sworn enemy. Everything falls <laughs> yeah. at the exact same rate. It's anti-gravity. <laughs> Heathens. If we break out into civil war, I'm claiming to be king of the northern forests. Ooh, you gain my allegiance claim. on the promise of lands and title. You may have them. I I'll have, be the. Uh, there will be ample lands to give, and you may make up titles. That's the best part. Be the Herman of Marquette. Did you say Herman? Yes. Hermit. No, Herman. I am You're a Herman, Herman of now. Marquette, Herman. James. I'm Herman. You watch. I'll turn that into official title. Give me ten years. <laughs> uh, uh. That's the scariest thing, too. Like, at least with the last Civil War, it was North versus South. There's no clear lines this way. Yeah, that is. That would be kind of a scarier thing. Is that it? Literally, would be. I. It's not going to get to this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't and I, <laughs> but yeah. it, you're right, RJ. It isn't like a oh, because there were definitely in the Civil War people in the North that were probably for slavery, and people in the South that were against slavery. But for the well, most, I don't think part, the slaves liked it. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. There, there, for the most part, there was a clear line. Like you pretty much could draw a line of these were the people for the Union, these were the people against. It was North versus South. 
this it would be kind of like if you just went on the map alone of people that of like what states Biden won versus the ones that Trump won, it would be like the Midwest and Northeast ver- and the West Coast versus the Central and like <laughs> kind of like wet north northern west of the Rockies and like south and it's like it would be so messy. <laughs> That's why people have joked about, like, if the U.S. Civil War was ever going to happen, like, a second one, it would be, like, it would be not a, necessarily a unified uh, front. It would be, like, a series of balkanizations where, like, at this point... I can see that, yeah. The country was... The country is too big. It's too big for one group of people, barring any kind of, like, insane messianic figure to be delivered um, and really, like, guide people in one way or the other. It's too big for people to rally around one person. So what would happen is with the loss of like central power, the like the law would just fall into the hands of localities. Yeah. You would you would have towns who would secede. You'd have counties who would like, I don't know, try to annex towns. Like so we really could farm the northern kingdom. We really could. The the thing we joked about at the lunch table in eighth grade really could happen where we could We're not doing that. I'm, we're not, not doing that what plan. I remember that plan. I was the garbage man. We're not doing that plan. Not under <laughs> Scott Walker, RJ, but how about under us? We can adjust your title, RJ. Yeah, you don't have to be the garbage man. Could just be the head of the secret police. Listen, our guy that are from our lunch table that was going to be our military guy is now an actual tank commander. So yeah, yeah exactly. we're getting closer. We have the asset. I'll be. I can be the puppet propaganda guy i'll do that i'll be stalin i'm gonna fuck <laughs> <laughs> and uh cal can be the uh uh i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of a like a political figure i if, could i could be like the mao to my stalin how about that i don't know how i feel about that you, th- you thinker you thinky box man <laughs> <You'll>, uh, <laughs> i like your yeah. funny words magic man <laughs> All political rallies. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we should probably yeah. wrap up now that we've hijacked your podcast. You're probably going to want to cut out some of our rants. Uh, we'll see how much gets cut. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean. Thank you for up with us, RJ. Yeah, yep. no. I, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, and it's, that's part of why we'll get back to the buddies theme. But that's why I'm friends with you guys. Like, and we don't like when it comes to the important stuff we do see eye to eye we might not agree with like details on policies or details on parties and things like that and we might not share the exact identical views on everything but we we have the commonality and we focus on that oh yeah i'm with you guys forever if you guys actually said you were gonna move to a compound in northern wisconsin and began planning like begin planning secession be there I'd be like, i mean at this point i'm in <laughs> i mean I that sounds better than what i got going on so anybody oh, know yeah. how to grow potatoes i can grow potatoes right, don't ask that. me to do anything else that's all we need all right? right they got all the nutrients yeah all i can do is archive stuff i mean i can like i can lift stuff i guess i could be a medium yeah um, chop wood yeah i'll help build stuff yeah we can do it okay well, if you never hear this podcast again, we went and started a Northwoods compound. Uh, sign oh, up come is... on, our compound's going to have satellite internet. 
<laughs> Sign up is on the website. It'll be a mecca. It'll, it'll be that or this podcast is actually uh, has um, now transitioned to uh, ham radio, and we'll come back to you with our frequency. We will watch finally the, uh, watch for the code words. Oh, we, we should will, do that actually. <laughs> we will finally get giant tank treads from NASA that I have been wanting for ages. <laughs> Why? Our compound on it. Because if it's run. always moving, they can't find us. Uh, exactly. And how the fuck would you stop one of them? I mean, I guess um, you'd blow it up. Blow it up and be they just follow the trail. No, that's too easy. <laughs> All right. It'd, it'd be like a mobile Woodstock. <laughs> oh, God, no. It's with a common term. There's not enough uh, drugs in the world for a mobile Woodstock. Not yet. <laughs> Didn't a lot of people actually die at Woodstock in like mudslides? Uh, so I mean, like they had medics on, but they were just a bunch of like hippies who got like obliterated in the middle of a field. So I would not be surprised if people passed away. But we'll try to keep you safe. All right. So thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song "Living in the Moment" off the album "Cross Off." Yesterday, they're on iTunes and Spotify. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Go do the stuff. Do the thing. Click the button. Whatever. Uh, make sure you share the show with a friend or somebody else who you want to torture, because we're we're at a pretty steady like five to eleven listener count every episode. Nice. So if we could if we could bump those numbers, that'd be cool. Uh, we we got social media. We're on Facebook, Better Buddies, Twitter at Better Budcast. Use the hashtag Better Buddies, and. Gmail, betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. Uh, send us fan art, hate art, fan letters, hate letters, questions you want us to answer. Uh, if you need advice, we'll help you out with that. And last but not least, be a better buddy. Long live the kingdom in the north. Oh, yeah. James, say something funny so we have an end stinger. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Wisconsin militia is kind to me. I hope they won't. I hope Wisconsin invades the UP. I hope Wisconsin <laughs> takes. We take back occupied northern Wisconsin. It, it is part of our state's land mass. We deserve it. It is it's manifest. It's too nice for Michigan. It is. They also talk it, a lot more like us there, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we deserve it. Um these are our people. This is our Alsace Lorraine. This is our Austria. It <laughs> was back our Austria. Wait, no, wait. Back. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, is that okay how about how's that all right that's perfect 